citizens of the verse. Today is January 25th, 2952, and welcome to Citizen Cast, where a weekly Star Citizen podcast sponsored by no organization. <laughs> um, we're here to discuss the game and its development. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and I'm joined by the OG co host himself. The man with all the background noises you can't distinguish, Mr. Chekhov. Say hello, Chekhov. I thought it was all nice and clear right now, besides my squeaky chair. <laughs> hello, everybody. You know, we did we miss last week? or didn't We did. And we, we did. missed the week before. Uh, I think we recorded the week before. Um, yeah. Because everybody yeah. were complaining, like, the, the, we were off for two weeks. I said, we couldn't have been two weeks in a row. No. Yeah. Uh, it it been a full week, I believe. Um, we, we couldn't find you, Chekhov. You never came on that night that we were supposed to reschedule. It's all right, That's though. Um, unfortunately, Seagard is sick. He suspects potentially the Rona. But we are joined by a special guest host, um, first-time guest, uh, the man with two Ks in his name. It's Gothic. Hello, What's Gothic. What's up, man? Hello. Hey. Thanks for joining us. Um, great to have you on. Of course. Uh, I guess for our um, listeners who don't know you, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about about you. Uh, well, I started playing Star Citizen. Well, I bought the game last year when I saw I saw some video about Zeno Threat, and I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, but so I bought the game. I didn't realize a that the game doesn't hold your hand, and b that you have to have a decent computer to run it <laughs> uh, so i you know i booted it up and i spawned into i think area 18 and got five frames per second and that kept up for about the remaining 30 minutes that i played the game and i took a big break and then i came back i don't remember maybe august or september of last year um i checked out the podcast and was like you know if i can get people to play with maybe it'll be a better time and I stuck with it and i'm enjoying it now Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, you seem like, well, had you been like, during your hiatus, had you been still like, keeping up with the news around Star Citizen? Or was it like a full fledged, like, went away for a bit? Um, I went away. I mean, I listened to the podcast, just because I thought the game was interesting. You know, I love sci fi. And this is like the closest thing to a sci fi MMO that we've got. Mm -hmm. um, so I would browse Reddit, you know, watch videos of stuff, and I thought it looked really cool. But I just remember, you know, getting five frames per second and being like, "Well, that's not." I mean, you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, this is the only game that makes you go out and spend twenty five hundred dollars for a new computer. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I am ready to uh, make that investment myself very soon because uh, I just want a better. I want better performance on the game, uh, personally. Uh, so we we have a, a show for you this week. Um, you know, unfortunately, content was a, still a little bit of a drip, but we do have some stuff to talk about. Um, but for starters, you know, what have you been up to this past week uh, in the verse? Uh, what about you, Gothic? What have you been doing? Well... Since uh, Money Town has gone away, I've just been kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, just trying to find a way to entertain myself, um, you know, doing some player bounties, 
um, keeping my crime stat nice and high so that I can try and get those hammerheads to crash land. Um, <laughs> just, just all that. Cool. Well, wait, tell us more about that. What, what, what did you mean by that? So, so, so I found out, you know, I, I used to be scared of the crime stat, right? Cause I didn't want to go to jail and log out for the rest of the night. Um, but you know, I found out that if you can just stay away from other people, when you log out, you're usually safe. So I just, you know, I started doing the assassination missions and there's a crime stat with that. And I don't care for the mission or the gameplay to try and lower your crime stat within like the security posts. Um, so, you know, I got my crime stat up to level five and found out that somehow the UEE can find you with, uh, mantises and hammerheads. Um, and so I was, I think it was on with you geeky when they fall, mm -hmm. I had some spawn above me in Hurston and I had, uh, distortion cannons on my ship. And so, you know, those deactivate the ship. So I wondered if I could get the hammerhead to deactivate with it. And sure enough, if you get the shields down and you hit it hard enough, uh, yeah, you can deactivate the ship and it will crash into the planet. Hmm. That's cool. So, so much fun. I'm sure. <laughs> it, you know, it was, it was. Excellent. Um, Mr. Chekhov, what about you, sir? Uh, just uh, trying to stay on course to grind for Carrick, and now I have a dilemma because just mining, lots of mining, and now Mr. Flavius is trying to steer me towards the mall, so I'm, uh, ah. I'm having my... Uh, now it's a big dilemma because apparently you can... Uh, you know, we have a good ball run. You could probably convert that as almost three quarters of a million. Yeah, it's very tempting. Well, you know, there'll be plenty of time to grind for a carrick whenever you want, and until then, you're always welcome to crew on mine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you. yeah, no problem there. Uh, I haven't really been playing too too much i've mostly been doing some cargo hauling just to get some funds i i've been doing okay with getting uh you know getting some laranite and such and i i heard that it might be better even in the ptu right now so um yeah mm. should be interesting uh to see but uh i'm excited now um because you know i should have some more time this week uh, or at the very least this weekend. Um, I thought what would be good since there wasn't, you know, ISC isn't back until this week. Um, for starters, I thought it'd be good to have a little bit of a rep retrospective about Jumptown 2.0 since it just wrapped up uh, as of, um, you know, the other week. What, um, you know, Gothic, what were your thoughts on the uh, dynamic event in general? And, you know, tell me if you had any thoughts around how it, maybe CIG could make it better for next go around. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, it was fun. It was just fun seeing how people would interact with each other. Um, I wasn't a huge believer, I guess, in the, like, everybody work together, make a conga line, and, you know, let's all make money. Um, I like the PvP aspect of it, you know. Um, I thought it was a great time trying to take over the station so that, you mm -hmm. know, you could hold it as long as you could, make as much money, and uh, 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I remember, I think it was like the last night or maybe the second to last night, it was me snorkeling someone else. I mean, just hopping from server to server looking for a fight. Mm -hmm. um, because that's what, you know, that's what I enjoy in a game anyway. Um, and so I thought it was great. Um, I mean, as far as improvements, I don't know really if they need any other than just, you know, make it occur more often. Um, yeah. You know, make it like a like a server-wide thing, you know, everybody, everybody's building towards some sort of invisible goal line. And when it hits it, you know, there's an announcement across the server that, hey, Jump Town's going to be up for, you know, six hours or 12 hours or whatever. Um, and then, you know, it's a mad rush to make your money. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, awesome. Well, uh, Chekhov, what about you, sir? What are your thoughts? How did you feel about Jump Town? Um, so I think it was great. It was very gratifying, even though uh, we weren't, uh, you know, not to be involved in a constant fight, but I think a little combo, I think it was the sort of the one that we had, not the very last one. Very last one was easy. We just did the line and we got made plenty of money, and that was too easy. But the night before that, we actually managed to take it over. That was pretty satisfying. You know, we, we managed to get the, the crew, the incumbent crew out. You know, we took it over and then started making those. So that was pretty cool. And yeah. I agree with Gotha, kind of, would be nice to have this event ongoing period, but w without a schedule, just spontaneous, just, uh, you know, uh, randomly announcing it that it's on. And yeah. Whoever's on is on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end goal. Right. And uh, my guess would be I'm sure we'll see another iteration of it, um, perhaps maybe when when they can make it more dynamic, because, um, quite frankly, it wasn't really a dynamic event. It was a, it was a um, static event in some respects. Uh, so, you know, perhaps once they have that functionality in it, it it'll be um They'll maybe they'll rerun it, or maybe they'll do it beforehand. Who knows? I I would say I thought it was a blast. Um, I was actually really surprised at how much I liked it. Um, and I'm someone who never even played the original Jump Town, um, so for me, it's not like I had any expectations going into it. Um, I would say the only thing that they need, might want to work on is um, having more than one entrance into the building to make it a little bit more challenging to hold. Yeah, or make it yeah maybe make it a little bigger with like some yeah. hallways, you know. Yeah, um, that might be, or, or or even make it more complicated to get you know haul the drugs out so that it you know we had a really efficient setup uh, for the most part, and you could you could haul quite a bit really fast with very few people on the ground. So, yeah. you know, while I liked that because it was uh, good money, I think perhaps it made it too, it may also made it too easy to hold because, you know, the door really is an easy choke point for you to, to keep people at bay. Um, so, you know, it was hard to, it was easy to hold, hard to capture. Yeah. Um, so, awesome. Yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, that come back someday. 
and I uh, hope I, I look forward to seeing other dynamic events uh, that they might test. Now, um, as we mentioned, 3.16.1 is still in PTU. Uh, and they they had they've been doing playtests of Xenothreat, so we have another another Xenothreat uh, uh, coming back, uh, hopefully uh, relatively soon after the patch goes live. Um, we also saw finally saw the hover bike in the patch. It seems like a really cool bike, with with one exception, I think, is they don't have any weaponry on it. Um, so, you know, we'll see if people jump for that or not. Uh, but I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, uh, ISC is going to be back this week. Um, and this week they're going to be looking at new derelicts coming online in 3.16.1, as well as what you can expect in the future, and a sprint report. And then the Star Citizen Live will be a game dev episode where one of the concept artists will create a new derelict from scratch. Um, so uh, I'm curious, uh, Gothic, have you been in the PTU at all or you've been sticking to the live servers? Um, I mean, as a whole, no, I don't do PTO really or PTU. Mm -hmm. Um, I did it when the medical gameplay came out. Um, just to test it out, but you know, for yeah. Xeno Threat, no, because that was what drew me to the game, and yeah. I don't, you know, and I enjoy playing with everybody in the Parlay House. Um, yeah. So I don't want to spoil my first experience with it. Um, you know, I'd rather experience it with everybody that I play with and have fun there doing that. Yeah. So you never actually got to play it initially, then. Mm -mm. No, no. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I got out of Area 18 that first playthrough. I got out of Area 18 and I made it somewhere. I don't remember where. And uh, mm -hmm. somebody invited me to hop on a Connie with them. But like, I mean, the frame rate was just so horrible that I think my game actually crashed. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think it's going to get any better. <laughs> You're like, not for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, not for, not for right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. That's exciting too. It, it is fun, I will say. Um, you know, and definitely really exciting to see uh, the components of that and see how they've improved it. Um, now, last week we did get a pretty substantial monthly report. And while I would love to just read through the whole thing, I think uh, that would take up a lot of time. And I would definitely lose my voice. Uh, so I just wanted to go through a few snippets that I thought were really interesting. Um, first and foremost, they talked about a number of different ships. Uh, the Scorpius is moving into gray box. Uh, the Vulture is already in final art, so it looks like it's making its way uh, quickly through and uh, will likely be on time for Q2's patch. Um, the Bennu Merchantman is in gray box. Uh, the Corsair is in gray box. So some really exciting ships for some people out there, uh, particularly all you Banu fans who've been waiting on your merchantman. Um, now, uh, other features that I thought jumped out there were uh, there was on the feature characters team. They said throughout 
Throughout the year, working on the hacking minigame continued. It had it's gone through multiple iterations, with each prototype being playtested internally using a simplified 2D in-game representation. It has since evolved to be more competitive, tying into some of the real-world or in-world game mechanics like scanning. As the core layout of the minigame has remained fairly stable throughout the multiple prototypes, work began on bringing the visuals online. The concepts for this saw multiple iterations, with it currently looking like the player is executing scripts to programmatically attack the target system. The interface, as it currently stands, will offer the user different options to input the various commands. So that sounds super interesting. Maybe that'll change your view on hacking your crime stat. <laughs> um, then we've got uh, vehicle features. Towards the end of the year, some team members looked into uh, looked to the future with technical reworks being planned and started for the transit networks and restricted areas. While these won't result in significant changes to the player experience, particularly in the case of transit, they will result in far fewer bugs and more stability overall. Um, last major focus was on jump points, which are progressing well. The team are currently working on abnormal exits, which are situations where the player might exit a jump point prematurely or not in a usual safe way. For example, a player falling out of the back of their ship, the powering down of the jump point, or the jump drive failing. Uh, they also mentioned systematic tools and services. In November and December, systematic services and tools wrapped up work on the economy, tools, and AI, AI simulate. Oh, I can't talk today. AI simulation optimizations and tools polish. New functionality will be added to the tools in Q1, some of which will be detailed in January's report. Uh, work began to wrap up implementation of the new selling gameplay system. This required an under-the-hood rework of the existing shop system, which will act as the foundation for the initial implementation that's being planned for release shortly. Um, the whole team helped stabilize services to ensure w one of the most stable patch releases yet, uh, which was achieved by addressing various edge cases found with the new Super Pcash and other backend services and systems. <clears throat> Last but not least, UI. Uh, the new building blocks editor entered pre-production towards the end of the year, which will be uh, which will make working on UIs more efficient and developer friendly. Additionally, more building blocks features were added. On the art side, the team created a variety of new concepts for the Mobi Glass, AR markers, Star Map. Aegis HUD models or modes and uh, origin HUD updated icons for the law system were concepted too. So those were some of the things I thought were cool and interesting. Um, Gothic, I, I don't know if you've read the report, anything stand out to you from the report or even just from what I mentioned above? Um, I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be cool to see some of those ships. Cause I know certainly the Corsair I've heard people talk about, you know, as long as I've been playing, I've been hearing about the Corsair, Mm -hmm. um so that'd be cool to see just where they're going with that um i wouldn't mind some ui improvements um especially with mobile mm -hmm. glass uh, you know i mean as like functional as everything is i feel like mobile glass kind of not detracts but it just it, it slows things down right like if you're mm -hmm. like i know in your ship you can open up a communications panel um but you know a lot of the ships i've i have 
it's not right there and I'm not going to flip through it. Um, yeah. So if they can make it, you know, more of a streamlined process or maybe a little less out of the way, um, that'd be good. I'd like that. And just give yeah. it some more spice, you know? I would love a spicier interface. It wouldn't. <laughs> that and I, I get excited. You know, um, I don't know if you know this Gothic, but um, one one of the pledge things that they had was different concepts for different types of Moby glasses, including ones that were like exploration focused. Oh, that'd be um, cool. Yeah. So who knows if down the road the Moby glass will have different look and feel or if they'll just have different apps that focus on things, but it should be really interesting to see. Um, Checky McCheckoff, what do you mm. think? Well, uh, I think just to comment on that, uh, CIG is partnered with Mobiglass, right? So I think we're going to see a lot of the commas. These cars, they already had a lot of things out. Plus, they're probably oh, going to be glass, more, you mean? more. <laughs> Game Glass. Game Glass, sorry. Sorry, Mobiglass. No, right. Game Glass, yeah. So I yeah. think some of that stuff is going to come from there. Plus, uh, you have to forgive me, I'm focused on this. Huge continuum rocks. You know, as you know, I'm always multitasking. He loves to attend to the podcast. <laughs> but I was listening. I was listening. I so know you were. The improvement in the UI is what excites me both. It's the, you know, most star map, you know, for sure. And uh, what really, and I kind of agree with what Gothic was going with this. Like, for me, you know, I, I play with two sticks. So, last thing I want to do is go to keyboard and a mouse for certain functions because that kind of breaks the whole immersion thing. You know, I'm in a ship, I'm flying, I don't want to let go of these sticks. But, you know, to land the ship, which is should be a very trivial function, you know, I have to go to, you know, it's like a three, uh, uh, you know, events just to request a simple landing. You know, you have to let go of your sticks, you have to open up a mobile glass, you have to go to the friends list. Like, why can it be a simple, you know, single, you know, button that you can buy? It does yeah. not exist today. You would think that it's such a simple thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I use keyboard and mouse, and I don't even want to click through all that, when I, especially not when I'm flying my ship. Right. And, I, and this I talked about all the time the support for ultra-wide monitors. I mean, it is really, you know, this is a complaint that's been out there and recorded since 2017. They still have not stepped up to it. And so basically, depending the ship I'm in, I don't see half of my MFTs. You just can't see them. They're out of range, you know, no matter oh, what man. they do. So it just, yes, it's like little annoying things that they can easily fix. But... Um, yeah. Hopefully that kind of makes it on the, on the map. Yeah, definitely. I um, I will say this. Uh, that's what I love about my Carrick. It has an MFD just dedicated for comms, and it's nice and big and in the center because I prefer using my MFD for comms anyway. Um, 
it's almost like you know why would I use my Moby glass? It's it's like as if it's CarPlay, you know. Like why would I use my Moby glass when it's connected to my vehicle? Yeah, a hundred percent. But <clears throat> even even if I were in the Carrick right now, mm-hmm. I would still have to go to mouse and keyboard. And that were not oh, me, yeah, because I could still not bind a button that I can access my NFTs. Yeah, yeah. Well, someday I would I would say the things that excited me the most. Obviously, you know which ones I found to be super cool. Um, it sounds to me like hacking is going to be really interesting and potentially a fun gameplay. Um, uh, if they do it right, it sounds like it could be really, really interesting and cool. So uh, hopefully it will be. And I think it's it's still slotted for 317, right? Yeah, it was. But, uh, you know, I was going to ask you about salvage. Is salvage in 317? Uh-huh. It is. Yeah. But, uh, so what do you think salvage 1.0 is going to look like? I would say, um, based on how they've described it, it's predominantly going to be hole stripping. Um, I'm hoping that they have the... Um, the corresponding ability to remove um, sorry uh, the the ability to remove components um, so I'm hoping that happens by the way not 317 318 I'm sorry right, 318. right 318 because yeah I was yeah. going to say that 317 is it's where the you next can sell right, your, the objects that you can loot right because I think yep. that's the predecessor of salvage because if we do salvage, we have to have an ability to sell, right? Yeah, exactly. And then there's also the the they they'll have like the hanger management apps and and persistent hangers where you can, um, uh, you know, be able to pack your goods and things. Um, so hopefully that stays on the roadmap. Um, excellent. So. Uh, we did get a single actually let me double check I didn't check um, this one thing oh there we go so we got more than a single um, message Uh, essentially um, Snorkel for a tip and trick said do you keep falling over when trying to use your inventory inside of a moving ship just enter the at ease emote position and you will not fall over. Oh, okay. um, that's a good one, Snorkel. I know, um, that I heard that. That's cool. Aries Nightshade also said on the power triangle, each of the three systems has a unique tone. So if you can't see the power MFD, just memorize the tones for shields, weapons, and thrusters. It helps to avoid those embarrassing moments where you get blown up because you thought you shifted all power to shields instead of guns. I didn't know that either. That's a very good tip. You know why? Because I usually don't have enough. Because I can only see the MFDs on my buck there on top, not on the bottom. So uh, I lose. Like I like to have a target and my own shields, but I don't. I put the power on just to see the power. So that's a great tip. Yeah, very good. Um, <clears throat> and I guess uh, 
Uh, Gothic, do you have any tips and or tricks for the listeners out there? I don't, not, not, uh, recently. I mean, my last one was during jump town, just, you know, doing some shopping with other people's cargo, but uh, (laughs) nothing, uh, nothing this week. Uh, what about you, Mr. Chekhov? Uh, nothing major, but I found if you guys looking for loot, there's generally some good loot on these, uh, uh, the new outposts with, uh, really weird names like uh, Lyria and uh, you know if you go to like the orphanage you know places that you typically don't go to there are good mm-hmm. loot boxes there yeah they they also said that they're trying to increase the amount of um, harder to find or, or quote unquote rare pieces of loot I don't know how how rare they'll end up being or, or what the case might be but um, I guess we shall see uh, I don't have any tips or tricks either, so um, there's that. And that brings us to everyone's favorite segment for science. Mm. And I click, didn't click the button properly. Uh-oh. I don't know why for some reason. Nope. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I never hear. So I guess I did click it properly, but it held or uh, didn't didn't play right away. Anyway, well, uh, for science is the segment where we talk about what we did in the past week within the Star Citizen universe to test the game, test out phenomena or features, or, or really doing anything in the name of science. Um, Gothic, have you done anything uh, scientific lately? Just, you know, taking down the UEE Navy one ship at a time. Um, You know, while the Hammerheads may not always, you know, you may not have one spawn of a view above a planet. I mean, just being able to deactivate them, that at least lets you focus on, you know, the other ships that they send after you so that you can get away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. Just uh, you know, if if you've got those distortion cannons, they they work on bigger ships. Awesome. Yes, it sounds like fun to watch a hammerhead just plummet. Um, uh, Chekhov, what about yourself? Anything in I, the science? I did a lot for science, and I forgot it all. I didn't mean, <laughs> start writing it down. Yeah, I mean, a little notebook. I know, I do a lot for science. See, the only reason why I don't want to write things down, then it feels like I'm working and not playing. Oh, poor thing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I hate to hear that. Yeah. But uh, but maybe a um, spreadsheet next time. Yeah, there you go. Maybe a spreadsheet. Um, I myself haven't done anything for science, except I can say um, that we, uh, I, I am seeing um, it be a little bit easier to cargo haul still um, versus, um, you know, some previous patches. I'm still seeing good results from that, a decent profit. So that's good. Um, next up... From way back on the 11th, our last episode, 
that we recorded. Sorry, everybody. Uh, again, for the delay here, uh, that means you to uh, Badger, since he badgers us when we don't record. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Seagard had asked uh, that week, the whole A and B are both single-player ships. Whole C is two- to four-person crew. Should the whole B be upgraded so that it's a two-person crew? Um, oh, was that my cat? Uh, and then I guess, did I respond to Seagard's question? I, I didn't realize I responded to Seagard's question. Maybe, yeah, I said, I personally think the whole B should be a risky single person or a multiplayer. Um, so I, that's just how I feel. <laughs> um, Mavros, Seth Mavros says, as an owner of one, I thought it precise. I brought it precisely because it was a one-seater ship. I don't want to have empty seats around because sooner or later they'll focus. Um, sooner or later they'll focus in co-pilot assistancy, and they may make some pilot functionalities go away. Um, also, in the case of the whole B, that would mean a rework because I think that the room for one is tight already but anyways most of all i want to have some ships to feel the loneliness in space and the whole b is one of them uh boris kraken says it's funny uh uh it's funny when the freelancer has seats for four uh but it's the ultimate single person owner operator like the long haul trucker nowadays they they don't unload um, they don't unload that's done by others at a station. It's not too big that they can't fix most things themselves uh, by stopping or autopilot. It's pretty much for safe space only. Uh, Snorkel said, the freelancer's spare seats are just for passengers. In fact, I just picked up a friendly chap named Kilgore. He says uh-huh. he's going to some place <laughs> called Grimhex, Never been there myself, but it's too far out of my way. He certainly is dressed funny for an explorer, though. <laughs> <laughs> In that yellow uh, uniform. <laughs> and you and know, Gothic. Before, uh, go I, ahead, I, I just remember something funny. I, I didn't have, I was with Snorkel, and I didn't have a like an undersuit on. So he goes, well, here, borrow mine. So I put it on. You know, I didn't know what I was wearing. And everybody's laughing at me. Guess what you let me borrow? The, uh, uh, pink? the prisoners uh, oh, that he escaped with. And wait, yeah. and, with, and, and as soon as he ended up uh, back in jail, it stripped me of it because it was gone. Oh, that's right. So I ended I up being naked again. Yeah, yeah I remember that happening. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, funny enough, Gothic himself commented, uh, yeah, and why does he have so many guns? <laughs> um, Canuck2099 said, Depends on how devastating to one's time the loading and unloading of the whole B becomes with refactors and physical cargo. If it's a laboriously tedious time sink, then a second seat would help cut down, uh, cut that down quite a bit. Uh Boris Kraken said, a second seat will do nothing. It's 
cargo is in boxes, you can't reach your access. They may be taken off the ship with a tractor beam or lift, placed on the ground to be unloaded. Um, and then Connect 2099 re replied, so I was thinking about this, and I'm not sure, looking at concepts, that the whole B will be landable on the planet's surface unless the gear extends really far. It might be something that needs a loading bay and use a timer system. Perhaps unloadable in space with no gravity at 384 SCU divided by four sides. That's 96 SCU per side. I doubt it will be... 32 SU containers like the raft, but more likely four uh, by 24 SU. Regardless, if that needs to be moved by a pilot, uh, doing that alone, if at all permitted by the eventual mechanic, will be tough for just a single pilot. Uh, and then Gutter Pup said, No, please read. And he s included a link to the QA for the whole B. Um, then Canuck said, thanks, this seven-year-old Q&A about the whole B marries nicely with Earth's latest Star Citizen video, which he posted. Um, and it's essentially Freelancer Max, what's real versus what's on the website, because um, you know some of those Q&As were made even before the cargo uh, was changed to the, user, the units that we use now. So uh, who knows? And then Boris Kraken said, that, metrics pa that metric page is wrong. The standard cargo container is 32 SCU, like the raft, has three. Um, hole A carries four, so 128. Hole B carries four on each spindle, so 512 SCU. And then... Um, Connect 2099 says, ah, you see, even as closely as I try to pay attention to things, it seems the info I had was wrong, too. Do you have a link of where we can actually expect for real? Uh, Boris Kraken said, on, on nights and phone, but on the raft, they stated that the standard cargo container is 30, 32 SCU unit. Only the A and C are being made at the moment. The B is not on the roadmap. The A is on the release view for 3.17, but I expect it to be pushed to 3.18 with the C um, for the cargo refactoring. But that is dependent on persistence being finished. That's when we could also see cargo timers and unloading. Uh, Mach 3 Generic said, the B should be flyable alone, but its efficiency could increase dramatically with the second pilot, a bit akin to uh, overnight bus holidays in Europe. There's often a second bus driver relaxing in a nook behind the cabin. When the driver nears the maximum permitted driving time, they switch so that they, the travel can continue. I could see something similar happening lore-wise with this ship. Doubtful players will do, the, do it this way, though. Um, Gutter Pup said, Aurora CL carries 6 SCU, which is also a quote-unquote standard. So is there really a standard? Um, I would say, Gutter Pup, that yes, there is. When they say standard cargo box, they mean that larger cargo box. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, any thoughts, Gothic? What do you, what do you think? Should there um, be one seat or two? I mean, I don't know. Uh, it just depends, I guess, on what they have that second seat do. You know, I mean, if that second seat is less of a co-pilot and more of like a, 
like the MPV operator or something like that, where they can manage the cargo or, you know, something like that, then I think maybe that'd be cool. But, um, you know, I don't know. It doesn't strike me as a ship that's going to be landing planet side. So I don't know how necessary a co-pilot would be. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely can't land planet side. Only the A can land with cargo um, loaded. So really, why did I get the, who are you? Yeah, I got the. I mean, I like B with bigger. a signal seat. That's what I wanted, actually. I wanted yeah. a really large carrying capacity. But, um, yeah, I guess we have to figure out what we're going to do with it. We can't let planet side. It's all going to be about offloading. Well, you could still, I guess, right, that you could still dock it at the space station, then take a small ship to the trading uh, office and sell, right? Yeah, although by the time the B is out, I doubt um, you'll be able to do that. So how are you supposed to sell? I think you'll sell at the console wherever the station is. I would imagine um, the way that they've described cargo uh, and, you know, doing those types of activities is that most of the long-haul cargo ships don't need to land on a planet anyway because the stations are really the hubs for cargo, and then other ships can travel down to planet side to bring cargo from the stations. But I think a majority of your trade will be between space stations anyhow. Okay. That would be my guess. Um... Cool. Now, uh, we also got a bunch of questions from the listeners. Uh, first one comes to us from Boris Kraken. He said, why is the thumbnail for the, the 10th of the December episode still readcast? Also, at the end of the last episode, Chekhov was awake and on the ball. Um, yeah. Picks up uh, Geeky on the wrong name at the end. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I don't know why the 10th of December is showing the wrong uh, I'm always thumbnail awake because I'm the seeing ball. the right one. Yeah. <laughs> well, last episode, uh, you guys may have noticed I was definitely inebriated. <laughs> so, yeah, whoops. <laughs> I had too much gin and tonic. Tonight I have zero. It's just yeah, you got to give me some credit. I just finished cracking Quantanium Rock. Just in time without the bells going off. Nice. And Good for you. Um, you know, I would probably imagine just thinking about it because I'm looking at at the podcast now just to see. And I would imagine it's actually not. Uh, well, I'm not seeing the wrong thumbnail, but maybe it's a cash thing. Um, Boris, so I would. Clear, clear yeah, your cash for that. Clear your cash, and you may have to reinstall your computer just to get the right reading on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, what Chekhov said. Uh, <laughs> Mach three generic uh, asks uh, at Seaguard, "Where's the tongue-in-cheek raft owners channel?" Um, they, we did create a channel in. Uh, Parlay House, all for raft owners. So uh, raft it's there owners. now. 
Oh my god. The ne next one is going to be for Dragonfly. Come on, the, the most boring ship in the game. <laughs> is the raft? It carries nothing. I, mean, I like the raft. Cool. It'll be fast uh, moving. It'll be fast dropping. That's I think the ease is unloading and loading cargo quickly. That's its advantage. And I could see the raft being the trip that the ship that brings some of the cargo from the space stations down the ground. Um, because it's so quick with that. I know. Um, but you guys are all about theory crafting. I'm all about today. I mean, what does it do today? Yeah, he wants what's real. Exactly. Like, give me my, uh, you know, mining heads, give me my weapons, let me kill some people, you know, get some minerals out. I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, sounds good, Jackoff. Well, we um, should really have a lore channel, though. I, that I do agree. Oh, that I would really be good. Enjoyed. Yeah, I love the yeah, lore. I do, too. Um, Snorkel then uh, asked, or, or stated, actually, I'm part of an entire org that's dedicated to the appreciation for the Misk Reliance series, so it's not so crazy to have one channel dedicated to a ship. Um, and then we um, got another... See, these devolve uh, pretty rapidly. Um, people are not following very good etiquette, but that's okay. Uh, Canuck said, I love the Reliant and had a Sen, which he said is pronounced Zen. I didn't know that um, as a pledge ship, but I melted it in 316 because it would never spawn correctly. Once it works right, I'll get myself uh, my fave RP ship again because the Sen has no dedicated role for the next four to five years and continue to use it to explore planets because the VTOL mode on Reliance make this rock solid in atmosphere. Um, and then Admiral Cody said, haven't flown anything but my Sen in months. Um, and then thanks for all the fish said, uh, to answer a question for, from the hosts, boxer briefs are nothing. I'm pretty sure the clicking noise wasn't Chekhov's joysticks. It sounded like he was loading rounds in magazines for range day. <laughs> <laughs> and then Boris Kraken said, hopefully it's not Chekhov, but on past form, noisy sun, squeaky chair, keyboard, it could well be. <laughs> sounded like whoever it was, was making paper shapes. The <laughs> uh, snorkel and said, I think the issue is they aren't using built-in discard discord noise suppression when they move to anchor. So it's basically open mics. Uh, it is open mics. Uh, yeah, it is open snorkel. The mic is sitting right on my desk, right next to my squeaky chair and my yeah. squeaky keyboard. Yeah. Uh, and then I said it's 100% checkoff. Um, just so uh, people. I can't. Well, it is 100% because you guys are quiet because you're not doing anything yet. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I take I, all I, the blame. I tend not to play the game because someone had a negative comment in one of our reviews, and I was really? like, oh, I probably should pay attention. No way. Yeah. Somebody complained about us playing while we... Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it was in the earlier episodes where, you know, maybe we weren't people weren't attending as well. Um, but no worries. I, I did it also just because, like, it's annoying for me to go back to the notes back and forth while playing, so I just do one at a time a gutter pup 
commented, he said, way too snarky, made a comment that there was not a lot of content on Loremaker's Guide to the Galaxy. He said, you, sir, were misinformed. There are currently 54 episodes. Here's the YouTube link. Um, yes, Gutter Pup, as I mentioned in the episode and I mentioned in the chat, I wasn't talking about the actual show. I was talking about the fact that they don't use any visuals except for the star map, and I wish they would um, because they have so much stuff. Particularly since it's a video formatted show, I don't see why um, why they wouldn't have done that. It seems like a missed opportunity um, because you know at that rate it might as well be a podcast. Um, did he call you snarky? I, I yeah. think jeeky, jeeky is better. Way too jeeky? Yeah. Getting jeeky about, with it. Yeah, I don't know about snarky. I think we'll stick with way too jeeky. Um, and I do wish that they kept making them, but there's still a ton of there's still a ton of them, and um, you know, they're pretty content rich in terms of the lore. Uh, Mach three generic says, hopefully the show makes a return when the systems are open up to explore them. Uh, yeah. Canuck2099 asked us a few um, uh, a few questions. His favorite number four. Uh, first, the Reliant discussion above got me thinking. What ship is currently in in the game currently is arguably the most useless due to having no associated mechanic or to s simply others or to others being simply better. Uh, but you can't help but love anyways. Uh, Gothic, what uh, what ship do you think is useless, either by not being the best or having no mechanics, but you love it anyway? Uh, it's, uh, for me, it's easy. It's the Herald. I think yeah. that's like one of the coolest ships. I mean, it's ugly. You know, it's like a snail, but the inside is just so atmospheric. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a really... Really cool ship, you know, it just doesn't, I mean, uh, unless you're getting out of uh, Crusader, it doesn't have a purpose, you know, it doesn't really do much. <laughs> uh, I would say if Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park had a ship, it would be the Herald. It looks like a ship he'd fly, <laughs> just based on how messy he was. Uh, Chekhov, what about you? I know what everybody's going to say. I didn't listen to the question. That's why I'm agreeing. But it's really true. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it you like the Herald. Herald a lot. I like the Herald. It's got to um, be the Herald. And it is useless. I would go Terrapin. I love the Terrapin. The little that's tanky another, turtle. That oh, that's another useless That's thing. another one that's super cool. I always forget about it, but yeah, I agree. I love the shape of it. I love the. I love that like hexagonal hallway. Leading to the to the pilot's seat, it's great. Um, next question: Which mission type do you play the least? Why? Which mission type do you play the least, Gothic? Probably box delivery. I mean, I I always try to, but I get to like two missions, and that's about all I need. Yeah, it's just what not. It's just not interesting to me. Um, yeah, you know, some people like it, but it's just it's not for me. Not for me, dog. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's good when you're new to the game and you're learning the 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 system and trying to figure out where things are. But um, you know they are boring. I agree with you. What about you, Chekhov? The the question was to play the least or the most. Yeah, which which uh, mission type do you play the least? Uh, least are 
well, it used to be the most when I started, but it is the the box. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, nice. Uh, probably K. The other one probably would be Cave also. It's oh, just, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, just to go find the, yeah, the dude. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah. I, I would have to say for me, I don't really do any of the missions um, right now. Maybe maybe the uh, when other people are playing, I'll do group missions um, like in space. I'll do the 890 jump mission or the bunker missions. But that's about it. I haven't done anything else really. Uh, I don't even do bounty missions. I tend to prefer the sandbox gameplay and, and do either cargo hauling or um, mining right now. Um, if you were CIG, what changes, if any, would you make to Jump Town for next time? Uh, we already talked about that, so I will refer to the previous comments, unless anyone has anything to add. No. All right, all right. Um, fourth, thoughts on the inventory system now that we've had a chance to live with it for a while. Do you see pers- persistent hangers impacting it significantly? Uh, thoughts, Gothic. I'm sorry, repeat the question. I heard it, but I, I didn't uh, hear it. Uh, so thoughts on the inventory system now that we've had a chance to live with it for a while. Uh, do you uh, see persistent hangers impacting it significantly? Oh, uh, inventory system's fine. Um, I guess it makes more sense, especially for what they're going for. Uh, having localized, you know, having your stuff on you and you have to travel to each point to get it. It's a pain in the butt sometimes, but it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, and as far uh, as impacting, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Fair, fair point. Uh, Chekhov. Um, well, again, it's for me, it's just my... Uh, I can't say personal issue, but it's not as an effect everybody the way it's set up now because of ultra wide screens. It is uh, not very intuitive and mm-hmm. somewhat difficult to use. the The main feature that it's missing is sort of a grab all and move them over. You know, you yeah. kind of have to, especially when there are a lot of you know produce around, yeah. <laughs> moving yeah. them one by one. Or little shards and mineables that you break up. That's really yeah. heavy. But yeah. otherwise, it's good. I mean, it's you know, it's a huge addition to the game. Mm, definitely, a hundred percent. I would say it's better than what we had. I, I'm really looking forward to as much as it's going to be potentially even harder. I'm looking forward to the physicalized inventory. And I think the thing for me, the reason why I'm really looking forward to it is I don't have to sit there and go where, you know, what, how come I can't find my stuff? Like it'll be in a specific type of locker. You know, it will be, uh, I'll know where all my suits are because they'll be in my Carex, you know, um, armory and and things like that and i'll be able to move it over easily because i don't have to remember to move it into a backpack and then move it into the ship and then move it into the 
location or whatever the case may be, it'll be, oh, I need to take this off my ship now. Let me take it off my ship physically. Um, so that's what I'm really looking forward to. I think persistent hangers will definitely impact it significantly from the standpoint of, one, I think they're, they're being used to facilitate cargo um, loading and unloading on your ship. We still don't actually know if it's going to be a cargo timer or something else, although um, we're guessing it's a cargo timer, or at least most people are, um, to start with. And then maybe down the road you could hire NPCs, etc., uh, although they have mentioned manually loading your ship. Um, so, yeah, uh, I do think it'll be impacted pretty significantly, and I think it'll make it a little bit easier to have a place where you can store your stuff um, uh, that's closer to where your ship is. Yeah. Uh, Gutter Pup, who likes to educate, apparently, in the question channel said there's a Galactic Guide series that works hand-in-hand hand with the Loremaker's Guide to the Galaxy. The Galactic Guide is for reading where the Loremaker's Guide was for watching. If you wanted concept images, that's what Jump Point is for. Yes, but I don't want to have to go through every Jump Point to find concept images. I want to see images associated with when they're talking through the system. Um, you know, that's just my preference, you know, I don't want to have to go through six different things when there's a whole video episode about something and they're saying it's this cool, rocky planet. Show a picture, folks. You know, I'm a visual person. Yeah. It's a visual format and it's a talking thing. So that's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, uh, next and final question. Uh, uh, Admiral Cody today asked, uh, do you think private and modded Star Citizen servers will be a thing? Uh, Gothic, do you think it will be a thing? I doubt it. I mean, who know? You know, who am I to say? But I, I mean, just the way they're so protective about everything, I really don't think it, it would be something that could happen. Yeah, um, maybe. I mean, it'd be cool for sure. Um, and I would love, you know, some sort of modification to the game. But I don't. I just don't see them doing it but you know people are really good at that stuff so it could happen all right what do you think Chekhov? yeah no i not not in this game i i highly doubt it uh i will say they have said that they will potentially do that so oh. it is something that they've they've talked about and i think i think they're leaning towards allowing something like that but who knows uh, you know, when that first came up, I don't think they planned on having, you know, mega shards. And mm. that might be, you know, that might impact private servers and things like that. So we shall see. I don't care either way. I want to play the game where everyone's around. So right. versus uh, why would I want a private server when I could play with the whole verse? Um, or at least as many who are on our shard so that's it for questions for us um since seaguard isn't here um you know does uh check off do you have a question for people this week mm. no not, not that i could think of a probably would have thought of one if i knew seaguard wasn't coming <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah i mean i get it um 
I'm not feeling particularly creative, but I will pop one into the Discord and I will post one on Twitter when uh, when I think of something better than what's rattling around in my empty head right now. Um, so, uh, you know, if you do have questions that you want to ask us, you want to submit answers to our questions, you know, talk about what you did for science or tips or tricks, you could email us at um, readcastsc at gmail.com. Um, you could DM our Twitter handle at citizencastsc. You could submit a message through Anchor. Um, you could join our CitizenCast Discord, or you can always text or leave a voicemail at 646 783-8154. If you're looking for a crew or an org, uh, or just looking for people to play with uh, between your solo sessions, uh, check out the community over at Parlay House. Uh, the Parlay House, founded by uh, Seaguard and, and Chekhov and I were early members, slash, I think the first two members. Uh, and it serves as really a neutral zone for players of all types where they can hang out, socialize, and enjoy the best damn space sim uh, the verse has to offer. A link to the Discord can be found in the show notes. Uh, we also are housing a few orgs there as well, including um, Star Seekers, which is my org, which is a science and um, exploration org. There's an industrial org there. There's the Jedi Templars and a few others. Um, so take a look there as well if you are trying to find an org. And also check out uh, content from other friends of the show, uh, such as Earth and Snorkel, who post uh, YouTube videos. Or, of course, the music that you hear in this episode and every episode has been uh, created by Admiral Cody and Calibri. Uh, so check out their um site as well to hear some of those things and that dear friends wraps up another episode of citizen cast wait one second what? i know that this is late but better late than never <laughs> okay I have, a, <laughs> I have a tip it's maybe a tip or maybe for science so if you <laughs> just a warning if you try to pull a med bed out of the medical uh bay it will eventually kill you. <laughs> I tried to force one out, and it killed me. The gurney, the medical gurney? The gurney, yeah. Oh, wow. That's different. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, awesome. Well, Gothic, thanks so much for joining us this week. We really uh, enjoyed having you on the show. Um, certainly yeah, come back anytime. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, having me. 100%. Awesome. Well, uh, that... Now it wraps up another episode of Citizen Cast. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Later. Bye, guys. We're still on. Don't forget. Yeah, I, I don't forget, Chekhov. You're the one who forgets. Oh, this is really cool. We can actually lay down in the gurney, and somebody can wheel you around. <laughs> See, I was so bored, I never had a chance to play with the gurney. Now, we have nothing to do, I'm playing around with the gurney. <laughs> this is another episode of Gurney Cast. <laughs> you haven't found one yet, Gothic? No, I haven't found a gurney that I can use. Oh, um, yeah, they're almost inside. There are plenty of them here. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong places.
Yeah, I just piled a bunch of them to block the door. <laughs> how, how does it kill you? Does it just like... Uh, I try to force it out of the med bay, and mm. it just kills me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it one more time. Running, 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 running.